No, because it's actually crazy because I've not seen that movie yet and I want to watch it so bad, but it's not on any streaming services. But anyways, welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm talking about exactly what you just heard. I'm a star. I'm a star. Yes. This has to do a lot with uh, the greatest movie of 2022 that was snubbed, Babylon. Because the main character, played by Margot Robbie, is a star. And Pearl is a star. What am I talking about? Anyways, today I'm talking about people who are born stars. People who have, like, I'm a star. I'm born to be a star. I'm born to be famous or whatever. I'm going to be talking about that. Because I've been seeing some things on my For You page and things like that. And it's crazy. And I'm getting all these signs, but also nothing is really happening. So I'm... so. I'm thinking, what am I doing wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Or am I just have to trust the process? So if you're creative and you model, you act, you write, you direct, you dance, you sing, or you do whatever that it is, your, your creativity flow, listen to this because you are a star. But also some people, you're either born a star or you ain't. But also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But... Yeah, I've been, like I said, I've been getting a lot of videos on my For You page about how the stars are aligning. You know those videos on TikTok where it's like <laughs> the people with the tarot cards and they're like, yes, yes, the stars are aligning for you. You you literally are a star. You're about to blow up. I literally got one of those videos yesterday and it was funny. Shout out to Chandler because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I said claim because I don't care if you think that's cringe. Like, I really believe you have to claim something. So I, I said, claim, I claim. Like, it was saying, like, you're literally about to blow up. You're a star. You're born with talent, whatever. And then Chandler was like, Ariana, what are you doing here? You know that sound? And I was talk I was telling him, it's crazy that we both got that video on our For You pages because the sky we share. Also, you should follow the sky we share on Instagram. The movie is coming out hopefully in the summer pushing for that date. It's going to be a great movie. Also, I'm going to do a little advertising right now. So that movie was crazy. I haven't really talked about it much on the podcast, but basically also watch out for the YouTube channel. Oh, 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 yes, yes. But literally that was crazy. Made a fucking, sorry, I'm trying not to cuss, but yes, made a movie with one of the homies. Good, 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 good friend, basically family. And it was like, it was not on a whim because we took a lot of planning to do it, but it was really on a whim. I was like, do you want to write a movie with me or not? And he was down. So we did it and we filmed it. And it's crazy because we filmed it in 20 days, which a lot, not saying that we're like the first ever to do that, but um, it was, it was exhausting, very exhausting, but it was fun because we had multiple jobs on that. But yes, the stars are aligning for us. And I've been getting a lot of TikToks about that. And I've been seeing a lot of angel numbers and I journal about it. And one thing about manifesting is that you can't say 
You can't be like, I'm going to get this. I'm like, I don't know. You really have to believe you're going to get it or else you're not. it's not going to work. I remember one time I was manifesting as a joke with Chandler. We're like, yes, and when I get this Oscar, I will say this. And we were like practicing our accept- acceptance speeches and stuff. Literally the next day I got a casting call for like sent to me, a casting call sent to me for a makeup campaign. And I was like, whoa, because the night before I was literally just talking about stuff like that and I applied, didn't get it, but it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. But I want to talk about something about like cockiness versus believing in yourself because I think a lot of times when initially before, when I, before I believed in manifesting and all that stuff, um, people be like, I'm a star. I was born a star. I'm talented. I'm I'm whatever. And I was like, okay, calm down. You sound a little bit too cocky right now. And then, but then also that can go into believing in yourself because I applied to grad school on a whim also. Um, when I get accepted, that's manifesting. So that's me believing in myself. Believing in myself in the way that I know I sent in a good application and I tried my best in college. Straight A's bitch but um yeah that's me believing myself cockiness I feel like is when you don't put in the hard work and you just think you just think things are going to come to you because you're good at something like people were like oh yeah I'm getting all this stuff all this stuff and it's it's like okay like people will brag about it I feel like are cocky that's like cockiness versus believing yourself you know sometimes one could go to another when you believe in yourself and then it starts it starts to sound cocky but if you know you put in the work and that you're trying your best, then you're believing yourself. Then it's then it's fine. But if you sound straight up like a privileged person and you sound really annoying, then you're cocky and you should stop. Yeah. Another thing I want to talk about is the lucky girl syndrome, which I've talked about briefly before. But let's search it up. So let me like define this in lucky girl syndrome. Okay. So parents.com. What? Okay, wait. Let me look at these. Okay. Lucky girl syndrome manifesting and the rebranding of the secret by Vox. Lucky girl syndrome is Gen Z's latest TikTok trend. Wait, should I go on Harper's Bazaar or Teen Vogue? Oh, okay. I'm going Vox because I like watching their videos on YouTube. I'm also going to link this down below. Um, This article is by Rebecca Jennings. Jennings by Vox. So, lucky girl syndrome, quote, quote, quote. Lucky girl syndrome, however, is the kind of disease you want to catch. It's exactly what it sounds like. A state of being in which everything happens to work out for you and where opportunities fall into your lap like dollar bills raining from the sky. According to one of the most famous carriers, this is how you catch lucky girl syndrome. Quote. I'm constantly saying great things are always happening to me unexpectedly. The secret is to assume and believe it and believe it before the concrete proof shows up. Be delusional. See, I am delusional already because I'm like, I'm born a star. And that's me thinking that I'm delusional, but it's actually really something that could happen. So be delusional. Even people think that you're crazy. I've seen videos be like, oh, me, me, like videos of people. Because here's the thing. Some people just want to be famous. And they really have no talent. They're like, no, I was just born to be famous. And it's like, okay, influence, influencer then, because that's like getting fame and not really doing anything. No shade, no tea. 
but be delusional be delusional believe it before it happens because then it will happen the universe and the stars will align and they'll send you messages angel numbers cough cough okay um let me read another thing so scrolling down scrolling down what lucky girl syndrome and the secret and the quote-unquote law of attraction or the law of assumption and prosperity gospel and any other branches of this new age thinking really mounts to though is manifesting or the practice of repeatedly writing or saying declarative statements in the hopes that they will soon become true things are always working out for me no matter how it looks at any point in time yes that's the one i was talking about that's the mantra that's the mantra things are always working out for me no matter how it looks at any point in time it's going to happen (laughs) i'm gonna start because I'm going to start here now. This sounds a little too cocky. But saying things in the mirror, things are always working out for me no matter how it looks at any point in time. Trust the process. That's the biggest thing for like, especially if you're creative, you have to trust the process. But that is probably one of the most popular mantras for the lucky girl syndrome. Another one is this universe is rigged in my favor. Rigged in my favor. But also to really... You have to really believe it, really believe it. Like it's going to happen. It be delusional. Don't be like, oh yeah, just don't say it and then be like, oh yeah, it's not going to happen. It is going to happen. It is going to happen. You can't see the future and nobody else can see the future, but you know what? The universe and the signs or whatever religion you believe in or whatever God you believe in, they are putting things out for you and they will send you messages, signals, and they will send you towards the right path. Unless you're a horrible person and you don't deserve it <laughs> but okay let's keep reading this hmm. <laughs> okay i'm just seeing a bunch of okay let's let's look let's look at different articles let's look at the harper's bazaar one what is lucky girl syndrome and does it actually work this one was released literally a month ago and it's by where's the author i'll link it down below but okay Hmm. The benefits of having a lucky girl, a lucky girl outlook, quote unquote. Lucky girl syndrome is essentially manifesting that is focused on luck. Our brains are naturally weighted towards negativity. That's how we. That's how we're wired, and it's been that way since the dawn of time. Our brains haven't evolved that much, so anything that challenges that negativity bias can actually be really helpful. This is what I'm talking about. A lot of people say like what I just said. They're like, I'm being delusional. It's like you're literally not because the stars can align with for you. And we're always going to have a negative outlook on things. Like when we just go to audition, we finish, we're like, that was so bad. That was so bad. Or when we do something and we show our friends, we're like, I know it's really bad, but it's not. Your friends are like, actually, that's really good. You're just biased because anything you do, you're going to see, you're going to have a negative outlook on it. And that's how I am when I was choreographing or like making a poster for the movie or whatever, like showing it to my friends. They were like, what are you talking about? It's really good. And I'm always going to be like, it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. But we have to stop looking like that. But we're literally wired to think like that, which is crazy. And I wonder why. We're literally praying for our own downfall, but we can't. We can't because things are always working out for us, me, you, we, no matter how it looks at any point in time. Exactly. So, okay, let's see. The negatives, quote unquote. Lucky girl syndrome ignores the fact that life is not fair. And it ignores that some people are more privileged than others. Mm, I was going to get into this too. It doesn't take into account the systematic and structural biases and inequalities that exist in the world. It doesn't allow for negative emotions or feelings, which are part of life. Trying to ignore negative feelings isn't very self-compassionate. 
And while it may seem to work in the short term, those feelings are going to come back to bite us in the long term. Lucky girl syndrome has a lot in common with toxic positivity. Mm, okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to keep reading. If you try it and it doesn't work for you, it could become yet another stick to beat yourself up with. If you already feel vulnerable or wobbly, this could well be something that makes you feel bad about yourself. Okay, I get it to the point. Sometimes it seems silly, like when you're manifesting something. But like I just said, if you're not putting in the work or you're like manifesting something that literally probably is not even possible, then it's obviously not going to work. You can't just manifest something and not put in the hard work and not try because you, the universe, the religion, whoever you are manifesting toward, or they can only do so much. You know, they're probably sending you some signals, but you actually have to go out there and put in the work before something actually happens. So when it was talking about, yes, it ignores that some of the people are privileged more than others. Literally white people versus POC, especially in the industry. They're going to have Nepo babies. Nepo babies have more privilege because of their parents and because of who their parents are. They're going to get more opportunities. They don't have to work as hard. They don't probably they don't even have to work at all. And we have to work even harder to get into these creative spaces with these people because they see us as less and they see us as I don't know. I saw this video of it was a slideshow of the last 20 best actresses of the Oscars. All of them were white. All of them were white. And it's crazy because in the past 100 years, there have been so many amazing performances done by people of color, black women, Asian women, Latina women, Indian women, whatever it may be. So many good performances and none of them have been even, they could be nominated and that's an honor, but not even picked, not bashing, not ba- not even bashing on the people who won because they did do, do, did do some great performances, but it's like, what the hell last 20 years are all gonna be white are you serious are you serious so we have to take in take into account the privilege that people have like they're gonna get it easier than us and there's already structural biases and inequalities in the world and it's just built into the system and it's like that and that's why we need to change it okay so another thing that this article pointed out was toxic positivity which i think the lucky girl syndrome can be that because you can be delusional, like I said, like be delusional, but also there's like delusion, delusional where it's like, check yourself because that's not, what are you doing? Like when you're, <laughs> this is going to sound like such a bad example, but let's say you're homeless and you don't have a home, but let's say in this scenario, it's your fault that you're homeless, right? Because let's say you blow all your money instead of like paying rent or whatever, and you're like, things are always working out for me. And, and it's like, mm, girl, girl. But you're just like manifesting, but you're not looking for a job. You're not doing anything. You're not trying to find like any ways. You're just hoping that something good will happen. That's toxic positivity. Again, not doing any work. You know, but also going back to the negativities and like, inequalities of everything sometimes you could put in all the work and never reap the rewards which I think is happening to me but I always feel like even if I do a lot of work I always feel like I have to do more like I could have done more you know it's like oh that's not good enough I could have done more but that's just me having that negative negative bias on myself just because everything I do I'm going to question and I'm gonna be where our hardest critic like everybody says 
So lucky girl syndrome is a tricky thing, but I say be delusional, but not too delusional. You have to put in the work. You can't just think something good is going to happen. You have to wait for it to come. You got to put in a little work and use social media because you can use social media in, in your advantages. But also, what is this algorithm where like the most boring videos, mostly made by white people, get so many likes and they literally do nothing? It doesn't even make sense. Hold on. I'm going to have a sip of my smoothie. It doesn't make sense, but like sit with that thought for a second okay so one thing that i also mention is trust the part process trusting the process for me is so hard just because trusting the process literally includes waiting and me being an impatient person I can't wait. Like, I just want it to happen already. And we're only getting older. Like, that is always on my mind that we're already, already getting older. And then, you know, sometimes you just look in the mirror and you see, like, the wrinkles under your eyes. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, remember when I had no wrinkles? But I can't say that because I have good skin. Ah! Anyways, you have to take care of your skin, y'all. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. But you have to trust the process. I remember I read something and it was saying that it's not about the speed on which you do it. It's about the way, what do you say? It's not about the speed in which you do it. It's about the way it happens, something like that. But it's not about the speed, which is basically what I have said before again and again and again and again and again. Different paths, different paths. You're on a different path than everybody else. Yes, you see your friends getting all these things, but you're going to get them. Things are always working out for me and you at any point in time. See, I'm literally manifesting for you, girl. You got to get get up. Get up. Get a grip. Get yourself up. Stop beating yourself down on things. Trust the process. It will happen. Put in that hard work. Even if you're not reaping the rewards right now, you're going to get something. The stars are aligning. The stars are aligning for me. I have to believe in myself. The stars are aligning for me. Things are building up. This is only the beginning. This is only beginning. Catch my name on the screen. Big screen and small screen. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I know some of you guys just cringed there, but whatever. But yes, you have to trust the process no matter how hard it is. Me, I'm an impatient person. I understand how hard it is and how annoying it is when you do this stuff and then people who do like the bare minimum get all the attention. Nepo babe. Sorry, some Nepo babies are so bad at acting. Let's name a few. Wait, let's look at that Nepo baby um, article because that had me dead. Like they, lit they literally ate them all up. I was crying. How is a Nepo baby born? Like, okay, so who was included on the cover? Zoe Kravitz, whoever the guy from Pitch Perfect is. Um, Dakota Johnson. I didn't even know Dakota Johnson was a Nepo baby. Maude Apatow, Maya Hawk, Lily Rose Depp. I literally talked about her. Remember, I talked about her, what she said. It was funny. Anyways. No, it's crazy. It's crazy how many people, like, if I don't know if they're Nepo baby, then that means they're doing a good job. I only know that Zoe Kravitz is a Nepo baby because she literally looks exactly like her mom and her dad and Maya Hawk. I didn't know that. She looks like she looks like Uma Thurman, literally. Wow, this article is alone. And John David Washington is actually good, and he sounds exactly like Denzel. Exactly. 
Yeah, this article is way too long. Um, Why are Nepo babies trending? Wait, let me read this. The Nepo baby buzz this year kicked off after HBO's controversial smash Euphoria aired its second season. Wait, what? No, it didn't. Some viewers were shocked to learn that the cast member Maud Apatow is the daughter of director Judd Apatow. <laughs> Who are the most famous? Sofia Coppola. Wasn't Sofia Coppola like literally shown as a baby in The Godfather? The OG? Okay, but you cannot come for Sofia Coppola because she's actually talented. Okay. Miley Cyrus, actually talented. And also, people like that acknowledge their parents. Like, if you're a Nepo baby and you don't acknowledge your parents and pretend they don't exist, like, literally, they made you, girl. What are you talking about? You didn't, you weren't born a star. <laughs> I mean, I guess you were born a star because you were literally born by stars, but moving on. We're moving on. That was a big thing. So, another thing that I was realizing, because I've been writing scripts. I write scripts for fun, Z's, but also sometimes I want to film it, and I'm working on a small project right now that I want to do. And a lot of the creative projects that I write or things that I write are about coming of age. Everything that I write somehow has to do with something that's a part of me, something that I've done. And a lot of them, almost all of them are coming of age or something that I want. But the recent one that I wrote and you'll see later, is about wanting to become something bigger. Literally what I'm talking about right now. I'm a star. You're a star. I'm a star. You know, one day I'll be so lucky. Like that's something that that's like a big theme in the thing that I'm writing. It's a short, so it's not long. It's like four pages. But a lot of the creative projects I do, I write them and I read them over. And even like sometimes I put them, they're like in my file somewhere and I look at them again. And I see and I'm just that it's crazy that everything I write is personal to me. And I think that's a good thing. If it's personal, that means it's going to affect other people because a lot of things that we go through, a lot of other people go through as well. It's personal and I can identify with and it's something about becoming something bigger. It's always about becoming something bigger because I've always wanted to become something bigger. I can't talk right now. Sorry. Um, but yeah. It was just crazy to me. Like, I was reading back and I was like, whoa. Sometimes sometimes I write things that are, you know, fiction, fictionalized, something like that. But the ones with, like, real scenarios, I'm like, this actually happened before in my life. And it's like, when I'm writing it, I don't even think about it. But it's like, has to relate to me or something that I want. And I think also that might be a form of manifesting in a way. Send so not that again because I'm going to take another sip. Anyways, let's talk about the 2022 underappreciated project by Damien Chazelle, Babylon. So Babylon received so many bad reviews. I watched it last year in December, the week after it came out. And it was so good. It was so good. I didn't have no idea. What it, was. it was a little far stretched. It was three hours long. The last hour was a little dragged out, but it really added to the story. I feel like, and I would so watch the director's cut of that movie, but I don't know why. I didn't understand the views because it said it was like, oh, um, it was just like bad. I don't know. I don't know. Like it, it was Babylon. Basically what it is, is a story about pagan place in the 1920s. So like OG Hollywood, but it shows the ugly side and the beautiful side of the filmmaking industry and how back then, like there was no rules. They could do whatever you want. People could like snort cocaine 
and people can still do that today. But there was like basically you no know, rules. Like now when you get on a film set, there's so many rules, so many regulations, so many things you have to sign. Back then, like extras would literally die and they would be like, well, we got to the show must go on. We have to film the next take. But I was watching it and there's a final montage in the movie, spoiler alert, where they show cinema, literally cinema, all of cinema, starting from like silent films to talkies to black and white to it showed like a clip of Avatar. And I was like, oh, jump scare Avatar. There's a av- little clip of Avatar in there. But watching that, I was like, oh, my God, this literally this is why I want to do that. Watching it inspired me so much. It was like, this is the reason why I want to become a star. Not a star in a sense like, oh, Hollywood star. I literally cannot care less about that. But making projects, writing stories, and choreography, that means something. That makes people feel something. That's like the biggest goal I have. And so I call it Babylon Syndrome. Babylon Syndrome is the I'm a star syndrome as well. When you want to become something bigger. That's literally one of the lines in the movie, you want to become something over there. Said by Diego Calvo, which is going to be upcoming next Mexican star in Hollywood. He was so good. So good. Margot Robbie was good also. We don't talk about the other person that was in that movie because, no. But I remember just watching it. I was literally smiling. I couldn't I, I couldn't stop smiling because, like, the montage, I was like, <gasps> also the music, the score is so good. It was so good. Like, I still listen to that today. It's part of my media. But yeah, Babylon Syndrome is affecting me. And it's crazy how a lot of Damien Chazelle's films are like that, except First Man, which is literally an astronaut movie and is so random. But Whiplash, La La Land, and Babylon? His? Like, what's it called? Is it called Icon? Iconography? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And it's all about becoming a star. La La Land, actress. Was it? What is it? Jazz musician, jazz club, Babylon, actress, I'm a star. And literally in Margaret Robbie in that movie says, honey, I was born a star. You either born one or you ain't. Period. Period. And that's how it is. And then she says a line in the movie. Wait, let me look. Let me see if I can find it on my Twitter. Because I liked a bunch. Because it just came out on um, streaming. But not actually stream. Like, you have to buy it. But I was watching it and I was like, oh, my God. Look. Wait, no, this is the wrong one. This is the wrong one. Where did she say it? The ending of Babylon, by the way. Crying. Crying. I can't find it. No. Wait, let me see if I can see. Yeah, also the cinematography in that movie was beautiful. It was, it was, it was really beautiful. I literally can't find it. Sorry, guys. But yeah, she said a lot of the things that they said in that movie. I was like, I felt that a lot. But now we're going to go on to media. So a TV show that I've been watching is The Last of Us, like the rest of the planet Earth. Um, The last episode literally ripped my heart out and ate it in front of like ate it in front of me and crushed it with a hammer and then put it back into place because I cried so hard. And then I watched it again when I when I was watching it. I didn't expect, like, I didn't know they were going to expand the Bill and Frank story. And so when I was watching with my mom, she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, don't be homophobic right now, okay? Don't be ho- don't be homophobic. She wasn't. She, she's just not used to. Like, sometimes you have to realize our parents aren't used to that. But also, it's 2023. Like, get a grip. Get used to it. 
But yeah. She started, she went in and I was like, uh, don't be homophobic right now. Bye. Not saying that my mom is homophobic. She's not. She's literally not. She's just, she needs to get, I need to, um, what's it called? The traditional ways are not the vibe anymore. Sorry. Yeah. The Last of Us. I've been watching The Last of Us. I look up, I look forward to every Sunday because of The Last of Us. Also, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So music. I've been listening, of course, to the Babylon soundtrack. The songs that I like the most are the finale. It's literally called finale. I like um, Manny and Nelly's theme. It's so good. I like Voodoo Mama. Those are all very good. And Call Me Manny. The bass in Call Me Manny is so good. Uh, yeah, Justin Hurwitz deserving. He deserves the Oscar for best score because it's so good. Uh, also been listening to Ice Spice. Like I've been listening to her EP. Um, at first I thought it was kind of cringe, but then I listened to it and I'm like, wait, this is actually really good because I think she has the bad baby effect when we were all hating and then we listened to it and they were like, wait, this beat is kind of bumping. Like, yeah. So I act, I've been listening to In Her Mood, Princess Diana and Acting the Smoochie. It's so good. It's so good. She also came out with something. Wait, with Pink Panthers? I have to listen to it. But Ice Spice is cute. She's that girl. In the hood, she's Princess Diana. Like, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Um, I've been also listening to a lot of Azalea Banks 212. I was in the 212. Exactly. She was in the 212. But yeah, that's my media. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And remember that you're a star. I'm a star. And things are always out working out for me and you at any point at any given time. Because you're a star. Thank you. If you have any suggestions for what you want me to talk about next, please let me know. And thanks for listening.